Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Blues podcast, part of the Locked On Live network and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm Josh Hyman. And I'm Thomas Welch. And we got an absolute banger for you today. Um, We're going to, I know earlier this week I talked about how we were going to stagger out the episodes a little bit more to have more content to talk about once the draft started. And that is all coming to fruition today. We're going to spend one episode talking about the general NHL, all the trades, and sort of the top 10 of the draft. And then right after that, we're going to be going into another episode where we go into the Blues picks in depth. So stay tuned for that later. But right now, this one's all about the NHL as a whole, the various picks in the top 10, and the sort of bunch of trades coming in. Not not a whole lot of trades, some questionable, some, some make sense. We'll break it all down here. But first, today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. All right, Tommy. I think first things first, we should talk about the trades. Yeah, sounds good. There's been there's been a bunch. Um, There has. Heading back to I don't even know. I mean, starting in October, there's been a a couple minor trades. Uh, Ottawa sent defenseman Josh Brown for a fourth. Nothing special. Oli Mata going over to LA. You figure maybe he can benefit from a change of scenery. Um, And then the first. Like kind of big trade, see saw Ryan Donato getting moved to the San Jose Sharks um, for a 2021 third over to Minnesota. Donato's been on the move a lot lately. Um, he was in the Charlie Coyle trade, I believe. I think so. so that sounds Bruins right. definitely won that one. Uh, good young player there, and we got a got some goalies on the move. The first of that would be Devin Dubnik and a seventh going to the Sharks yet again um, for a fifth-round pick. I think that's the first real that we can say. What do you, what do you think about that? What, what, are you, what are your thoughts? I don't know. I Honestly, like when the, when it happened, I thought they were uh, targeting a goalie in the draft because like mm-hmm. going into the season with Stalock and whoever else, like that's just a, that's a young group to have. Um, but Stalock did have a good season, so maybe they, they're mm-hmm. convinced that that's their guy. Um, but I thought that Minnesota had a fantastic draft besides the point, even though they didn't take a goalie so right i think it worked out good for him um devin dubnik is not that good anymore right which yeah, is to put it lightly. because because it feels like it feels like you're you're now not i want to say pairing martin jones up but you are just adding another martin jones to your goalie rotation that already yeah. has one martin jones um it's a weird move for the sharks i mean they they, they just love their their old uh old talented or formerly talented players i guess yeah um, i don't know the sharks have just been doing weird moves in general it seems like for the last i mean like, the, the donato years. move the donato move i like yeah they're giving up a third round pick next year that's a pretty low risk potentially high reward play right there i mean donato was pretty hyped coming out of college hasn't completely found his 
footing yet, but but definitely young enough to to give room to grow. He had some hot spurts too. I remember seeing his name mm-hmm. in like the highlights and stuff. So yeah, Donato has looked he's looked pretty good. He looked pretty good with Boston. Um, yeah, I know I know when that initial trade happened, it it uh, there, it was kind of split 50-50 on who won because just because Donato was a pretty good young piece. Obviously, Charlie Coyle was essential to the Bruins in their cup run, and we saw how much of a pest he was against the Blues in the final. Uh, so Bruins clearly won that trade. Um, speaking of clearly winning trades, the next one's a bit of a doozy. Uh, <laughs> the Columbus Blue Jackets trade away Josh Anderson, who's you know a good young uh, grinder, not a bad player by any means, but they acquire Max Domi and a third round pick for this year. Yeah, I don't really know. That. They kind of flexed on that. Yeah. One. <laughs> yeah, Max Domi has looked like a really good young piece for Montreal. I know he's bounced around uh, between teams, so you maybe wonder if there's a little something beyond, behind the scenes there potentially. But he looked like a really good young piece for them. Was really finding his 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 own as a center uh, in Montreal, and I, I don't think that that's necessarily the worst thing in the world to trade him. But to trade him for Josh Anderson is just yeah. a little strange to me. It it, it it I feel like Max Domi hit the culture for Montreal a lot more. Uh, they're going for like a young skill speed sort of yep. thing combined with their their heavy gritty defensemen and now they're i guess they're just going all grit which i mean it worked for the blues but if you look at tampa they were sort of the exact opposite and as much as i hate to say it i feel like the the tampa style of play is more indicative of what the nhl is going to look like down the line than than st louis is not that either team is in a bad spot but i think speed is is sort of taking over over grit mm-hmm. speed and skill and and i guess montreal doesn't agree I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, honestly, but like, I feel like Domi's kind of like a hybrid player that can like help you out on, on both ends of the ice and physicality and skill. And I feel like mm-hmm. uh, we saw in the in the playoffs that that's kind of Columbus's like bread and butter is like kind of mimicking that. Yeah, kinda, it's a great trade for Columbus. You know what I'm saying? So like, I mean, you look at Pierre-Luc Dubois, he's a perfect example of like the shining beacon of the kind of players they're looking for over there. And I feel like Domi kind of fits that mold a little bit. So um I think it's a good move for them as well. I don't, I don't, I, like you said, I don't really know what Montreal's thinking here. Just getting Josh Anderson back. I feel like. Especially they, giving they up a third. That's what it. I'm like, saying. Yeah. Like it, it could have been a one for one. They still would have got fleeced. So. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's weird. Yeah. That's it's weird. strange. Um, and then moving on, we only got a couple trades left, but uh, moving forward, the, another another big one, uh, two-time Stanley Cup champion Matt Murray goes to the Ottawa Senators for Jonathan Gruden, the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. And I thought he won three. Uh, Didn't he win three? Two-time. Two-time Cup champion, I think. Uh-huh. I thought they went. Cause he, well, yeah, because he won it. His first time he won it was his rookie year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. When they went back-to-back. Um, so, yeah, John Gruden. Um, head coach of the Raiders and forward for the now <laughs> head coach of the Raiders. Yeah, you missed that the first time. I'm like, wow, no, no laugh. Oh my um, god, I was zoning went right over your head. Went right over Shit. your head in the 2020 <laughs> second round pick. Um, that was the first so, thing I thought when I saw the trade. Though I was like, what the, what damn? He's got the visor going and everything. Power play. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Ottawa's having themselves a, a decent little off season. They they unveiled their their rebrand and I'm looking at it right now on the trade track of their old 2D logo looks I do like it filthy especially when Brady Kachuk's rocking it Brady Kachuk could wear a fucking mm-hmm. a hospital gown and I'd be like that's the best looking jersey I've ever seen in my mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Speaking but of, I, I was watching the, the other day. Um, I think I think it was Brady posted like a, a picture, uh, a video on like his Instagram, mm-hmm. like remembering back to his draft day, and and I, I just watching that video. It's nice to know that he's kind of just as much of a of a, of a goober as his face lets on. <laughs> a goober, yeah. It, it's just. A, it, Are like, you talking about shirt. like the behind the scenes one? Yeah. yeah so like yeah, he, he was like wearing like a cool. huge ass baggy shirt like that didn't fit him, and his mom walks in, and he's like, uh, "Brady, your shirt doesn't fit you." He goes, "Yeah, yeah I like, probably I probably should have tried it on." before draft day <laughs> whoops just absolutely love to see yeah. it um i like getting that behind the scenes stuff so that was that was pretty funny and like the, um, the playful jabs between him his dad and his brother like that mm-hmm. that reminded me so mm-hmm. much of like my family and i feel like oh most, yeah like stereotypical st louis families because everybody just like always oh, giving yeah. each other shit but mm-hmm. that's, that's good fun mm-hmm. for sure and then uh moving on to the second to last trade so far uh, a lot of moving parts in this one the minnesota wild receive nick Benino, a second and a fourth in this year. Uh, the Predators receive Luke Kunin and a third round pick. Uh, that's a really bad trade for for Minnesota. I just think it's strange too. Off like just really off the jump, like what, just trading in the Central Division, like as a whole, yeah. just seems yeah. foreign to me. Uh, and a young, a young and it's a bad. Like, yeah, what a, Luke Kunin. Did he have a twenty goal season last year? Am I am I tripping? I think somewhere around there. He, he had a he had himself a good a good little season. It was part of the whole uh, wild renaissance that that Joey's been pre- that Joey had been preaching right. since, since mid season. Um, yeah. Fifteen goals, sorry, fifteen goals, sixteen assists, yeah. thirty one points. Yeah, thirty. Get a thirty point season. Um, round up fifteen to twenty. It's no problem. So I mean, that was like his first real full season in the NHL. I played forty nine games previously in nineteen the year before that. But he, you know, he's uh, he's still young. I will hey, say though, uh, Benino probably. I, I will say though Benino probably brings a leadership ask aspect to the wild that I, I don't know maybe they're like I feel like they're kind of like a young team especially losing like Dubnik a guy that had been there so mm-hmm. long like I, mm-hmm. maybe they were looking for that leadership quality over mm-hmm. a young skill guy because they do have a lot of those so yep. Yep. I don't know all right before we maybe it'll be on. beneficial to him in some other ways yeah who knows we'll see But before we move on, we are getting to the halfway point of today's episode. So I do want to tell you about our friends over at rockauto.com. Now, chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers, but rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody, no matter what, and they're all reliably low. Rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear, sort of like what airlines do, so you don't have to worry about checking back when it's at its lowest price. It's always going to be the same, no matter what. Rockauto.com is for everybody and does not even require membership or account login. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet, whether it's for your classic or daily drive. Get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. All right, and Tommy, I'm going to ask you: Have you ever have you ever been in this situation? Because I certainly have. You, you and the boys are coming back from a night out. Everyone's real hungry, but no one can agree on what they want. 
One, someone wants McDonald's, someone wants pizza, someone wants Chinese. You've been there? Oh, 100%, dude. Anytime 100%. it's like, it's like 1 a.m. You get back from the bars and you're absolutely trashed with the boys. Like, uh, you got to go to Don's, but like everyone's too far right. gone to drive. Right. You right. got you got to do right. something. Right. You can't drive anywhere. You want to yeah. just sit in your apartment and have food show up at your door Bingo. with a tap of a button. And you know what? No matter you want, DoorDash has got it all. DoorDash is the app that brings you the food you're craving right now, right to your door. Ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app. Choose what you want to eat and your food will be left safely outside your door with a new contactless delivery drop-off setting. With over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, you can support your local go-tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, and the Cheesecake Factory. Plus, if you are not, if you want to support a local business, plenty of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local restaurant, and your food will be left right at your door. And the best part is DoorDash deliveries are now contactless to help keep you and other members of your community safe. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and $0 delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKEDON. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKEDONNHL. Don't forget that's code LOCKEDONNHL for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. All right. Moving forward, Tommy. We just covered the Nick Bonino trade. There's only there's only uh, one one trade left so far. There's a I'm doozy sure that didn't happen that I want to talk about though. So mm, not sure if I'm following. We'll see. I'll yeah, see. I'll we'll see. see. But but first, uh, Lias Leas Anderson, former seventh overall pick, was traded to the LA Kings from the New York Rangers in exchange for a 2020 second round pick. Oh boy, the Kings are looking a little, a little spooky. Yeah, um, dude. Honestly, they get they're making their way like madmen in this draft. Yeah. And I think I think just a change of scenery for him will do him wonders uh, because it mm-hmm. sounded like the the environment that he had in the Rangers like he did, didn't sit, really sit well with him uh, to put it lightly. <laughs> so um, I think he was like refusing to play or something, wasn't he? Or refusing to report something like that. Yeah, uh, there was a whole like scenario there, but I think mm-hmm. especially like a player like that, like going to LA now, like and when he eventually gets there, I feel like uh, I feel like that's a good fit for him. And like the skill set that he brings, like you said, seventh overall, I mean, that doesn't really go away overnight. So, no, not at all. Uh, big trade there. Uh, I mean, New York's had some of the best past few offseasons of any team. So I, I trust what they're doing. I think that they probably, who, who they end up taking with that pick, I, I wonder. Uh, it was a 2020 second round pick. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, that's funny. Scrolling through and seeing no selection originally Arizona Coyotes. I forgot about that. They they, yeah. they lost their draft picks because they were doing some illegal scouting or something yeah, like that. Idiots. Um, mm-hmm. Idiots for sure. All right. What was that? Uh, what was the, the blockbuster that that? Yeah, it's well, kind of a blockbuster, uh, one that I didn't see coming, really. Um, uh, so Elliot Friedman reported on his podcast, I believe, that the Blues were in on talks for Oliver Ekman Larson. And, um, I did not see Oliver that. Ekman Larson said he didn't want to come here. He wanted to go to Vancouver, Boston, only those two teams. Whoa. So that's a little wild because yeah. that either says to me that one that says to me just overall that Doug doesn't feel like this defense like is that. good enough. Two that Alex Petrangelo is either out the door or he I, or he values a pairing of Oliver Ekman Larson and Alex Petrangelo, which would be pretty sick. But I don't know how you make both of those things happen. So I really don't like that you told me that, Tommy. Yeah. I was better. My day was going a whole lot better without yeah. knowing that report. Yeah, <laughs> kind of a yikes. Uh, hmm. That's a yikes. Um, 
I know. And I, if we have to address the elephant in the room that I did hear, uh, I think I might've been Friedman or someone on, on TSN last night, draft coverage basically said, um, at this point, there's no reason to believe that there's been anything offered to Petrangelo that gives him reason to believe that there will be a real yeah. offer. I think it was Bob McKenzie. Point. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but he also yeah. said there's still a lot of time and like you can still sign in free agency. So it's not like a closed book yet, but like it just doesn't sound good. And well, honestly, I could see Doug Armstrong using this Oliver Ekman Larson trade. Like even if, even if Ekman Larson wanted to come here, they could have put out that he like didn't or something and tried to use it as like a stare, a scare tactic for Petrangelo mm-hmm. to sign at a cheaper, like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like that's a, Mm-hmm. definite like front office kind of <laughs> shitty backdoor thing to do kind of you know instead of just paying the player um but yeah i don't know i'm scared <laughs> yeah i don't i really don't i really don't like that uh report but hey we mm-hmm. don't have to or not we don't have to but we got plenty of other things to talk about to kind of avoid that uh that scary reality um that we do. such as such as and this is a, this is a big one um, the biggest shock of the draft um Al- oh. lafreniere goes first overall <laughs> <laughs> no, not even that. Uh, I was just say Kyle, <laughs> Kyle Turris get, got bought out. Um, oh, I didn't even see that. Yeah, Kyle Turris, who had like $6 million off in his contract for two or three years. So he's now going to be making $2 million for the next eight years. <laughs> $2 million against the cap from, from for he's not eight playing for. years to not play for them. <laughs> and they also bought out Steve Santini, who, if you recall, was the was kind of the centerpiece of the PK Subban trade. Um, Damn. Yeah. The, Talk about the, cutting your loss. The, the right. The, well, the seemingly impenetrable uh, cap stylings of Nashville seem to kind of come back to bite them because that tourist thing can't look anything but bad No. for the, for the foreseeable future. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see, though, like Nashville moving forward because like all those things considered and like getting Kuhn in for Benino, but now they got a fucking generational goalie talent so that's mm-hmm. fun oh yeah that's uh, we'll great for it. the we'll whole central division that. jesus christ all right before we wrap up today's episode i do want to head to one more short break and i want to tell you guys about our good friends over at built bar you know them you love them built bar is the best tasting protein forever and the new and improved built bar is even delicious 18 amazing flavors you know about them from the previous episodes but there's six brand new ones that we've been talking about lately including caramel brownie cookies and cream cherry barcia lemon almond cheesecake carrot cake and apple almond crisp and as you know built bars are covered in 100 chocolate and they're soft and easy to chew and the best part is built bars are healthy they're great for the health conscious person you can lose or maintain weight while still indulging in a delicious treat the Built Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, great for someone on a diet. Tommy, you want to hear about – what do you want to hear about? Peanut butter, coconut almond, cherry barcia, or cookies and cream? Take your pick. Uh, let's do peanut butter. I'm going to peanut butter. Peanut butter, here. classic, classic. You get 19 grams of protein, only 180 calories, only 5 grams of sugar, and only 5 grams of net carbs. So they are good for you, and they taste amazing. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get $10 off your next order. That's promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. All right, now, Tommy – 
We know talking about erectile dysfunction is never easy. It's so much easier to just play it off, make a joke about it, not even acknowledge it at all, and just move on with your day. But with Roman, it is easy to talk about it with a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication. It is simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your very own home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan if medication is appropriate. Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to getroman.com slash XXX and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to, to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to getroman.com slash NHL today. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's getroman.com slash NHL. getroman.com slash NHL. All right. So moving forward, there was an NHL draft that's been taking place. Um, there was. We won't get into we won't get into Blues picks just yet. That is for the next episode. But I do want to talk about the uh, the picks that did happen, the, the top ten, some of the surprises, thoughts, whatever it may be. Um, obviously, number one overall, Alex Lafreniere to the Rangers. He's going to be uh, he's going to be nasty. The the write up I'm seeing here is Lafreniere is ready to produce in his first post draft season, uh, as ready as any prospect since Connor McDavid. That's that's some heavy praise. Yeah, um, it is heavy praise. Be, but I feel like he's he's kind of been on this streamlined track for the first overall pick since he was like 16. So it, I mean, it makes sense in terms of like production and like backing up everything. But also like, I don't know. They haven't really given him. He hasn't really given us a reason to think he'll do anything less than that. You know. So until that yeah. happens, I feel like you just gotta kind of kind of gotta ride it out. But. I think the gap between Lafreniere and Byfield is a lot closer than people assume. Because I, I, I mean, there was a lot of people that thought Byfield was going to drop to like three and even past that point. But I really think, like, just in terms of talent and like, especially Byfield's size too. Like, it's really just Lafreniere, Byfield, and then the rest of the group in terms of like talent. And that's not to say anyone else in this first round is less talented or not like less talented. Is that they aren't talented? It's just those guys just kind of like stand above the rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the definitely a sort of a top, not like you said, not necessarily a top heavy draft, but some, some real big names up, up top and the Kings, like we talked about earlier, getting real scary. They added Byfield who looks, he's going to look so nice in the silver. And, yeah. And yeah. Black. Oh my God. Big, big boy. Um, his shot five, is disgusting. Five, five tool, five tool player. Good at every, every aspect of the game. He's going to be real scary. And then, uh, number three, Ottawa, another team that's had a spectacular past few days. They pick, uh, Tim Stutzel. And I don't know if you're watching last night, but they had, Alex Trebek make the pick, which what I, a play, honestly. I felt like a I felt like a kid in a candy store. I was ear to ear watching. Oh my god! Yeah, that was uh, amazing. Probably wow. one of the coolest moments of the night. Yeah, I saw a bunch of tweets like, "Oh, why is the NHL so lame? Like, what are you talking, dude?" About? It's that is Alex Trebek, classy is, as hell. Yeah, is the golden Trebek. boy of America, right? Right, and <laughs> currently battling pancreatic cancer. Yeah, Just come on, absolute absolute hero. Um. Yeah, uh, so that was really cool. They added uh, Tim Stutzel, who who could follow Leon Dreisaitl's trend of being a dominant German player. Um, moving forward, Detroit took Lucas Raymond. Ottawa took a defenseman, Jake Sanderson. Lucas uh, Raymond, that really pick good. was a little weird to me. 
Raymond was everywhere weird. I yeah, well everywhere I saw him at him like seven, eight or like six. Yeah. So it just felt like a little a little early to me. But I mean at, at any point, like any guys you take in the top ten are gonna be solid players. So you can't really call it like a, mm-hmm. a stretch by any means. It's like the guy that they wanted and the guy that that, that fits their needs. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I just kind of jumped off like like when I saw it on the TV, I was like, huh. Like I wasn't expecting that, but okay. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Kind of yep. the same thing yep. with Sanderson, because I was expecting I feel like a lot of people were expecting Drysdale to go first. Yep. But, but I mean, hey, I think I think that's sort of what I was alluding to on yesterday's podcast that the team's draft boards were gonna be so different from one another just based on the weird scouting from this year that it didn't mm-hmm. really shock me to see guys going earlier than predicted or later than predicted. Uh, like another one good one was Jack Quinn at eight for Buffalo was was sort of a big reach. Yeah. Um Yeah, that and, one jumped and, out at you too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then looking for a little bit later in the draft uh tyson forrester that one of the guys we talked about yesterday went 23rd to philly and then the other guy we talked about justin Barron, went one pick before to colorado yeah. which was tough um i didn't talk i, think, I did yeah i didn't talk about neighbors but i did tweet about him and yeah uh, yeah we'll, we'll, get, we'll talk we'll get about that, that yeah. yeah in the next one in the next one but i think i think we are uh getting close to the end of today's episode uh just kind of covering the broad scope of things what you got anything else to add uh, I, like in terms of in terms of like fits and like I'll call them like match maids in heaven. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the Kings taking Byfield, he's gonna like fly through the ranks yeah. of their system as probably yeah. one of the best picks in the draft. Um, oh, yeah. after after that, the Minnesota Wild taking Marco Rossi is just there's no way. First yeah. of all, there's okay. no way he should have he should have fell that far, and the nope. fit for him in Minnesota is gonna be amazing. He's going to mm-hmm. love it there. So I mm-hmm. think that's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Mm-hmm. All right. I think that's all we got for today. Stay tuned for a back-to-back episode. We'll be covering all the blues in-depth picks and, and getting into that. But for now, thanks so much for listening. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at LockedOnBlues. Follow me at Josh Hyman NHL. Follow Tommy at TWelsher15. As always, thanks so much for listening, and let's go Blues.